Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So yesterday was a great day for the rule of law in our country. Here's all what went down, here's what's coming soon. The grand jury reviewing the attempted coup in the January 6th matter did not meet on Tuesday. Um, it was anticipated they would, but it, they did not. So everyone assumed they were gonna meet Thursday, indictments would be issued. I personally don't think it's gonna happen until maybe middle of August now because they're still issuing subpoenas and they're still hearing from witnesses. It was reported Wednesday that two fake electors just received subpoenas to testify and they're scheduled to appear in early August. So we'll see what happens with that. But what we do know is that it's close because Trump's attorneys met with the special counsel yesterday. They're trying to talk them out of charging him, which is a foregone conclusion. Um, and it was reported late yesterday that he, they were informed that yes, charges are coming. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. The next good sign for democracy was in Georgia. I shared with all of you yesterday in writing that barricades were erected around the Fulton County, Georgia courthouse. So that signals that those indictments are coming any moment now. But the biggest news by far was the superseding indictment filed in the classified documents case. I read the 60 page indictment and here's what's new. The new indictment specifically cites and charges Trump for showing classified documents to people at his New Jersey golf club on two separate occasions. One of these pertains to that audio recording that we've all heard in which Trump is telling them, oh, look at these documents, look at this. And then you hear paper, sh paper shuffling around. So according to the special counsel investigation, they now have, and it's been confirmed, they have a person who was in that room at the time who has told them, yes, Trump did in fact show us classified documents, namely U.S. war plans with Iran. So we now have the recording, we have an eyewitness. So this completely refutes Trump's claim that he was just showing off. This was all bluster. I didn't actually have any documents. Um, there were also new charges filed against Trump's aide, Walt Nata, and another Mar-a-Lago employee named Carlos de Oliveira. De Oliveira has worked for Trump for 20 years, so he has a lot of loyalty to him. He started at, as a car valet. He then in 2022, maybe coincidentally, maybe not, became the Mar-a-Lago property manager. So De Oliveira is the employee who helped Walt Nata move the boxes in and out of the storage room. And he allegedly moved some of the boxes that contained government documents to Trump's plane before he took off for his New Jersey golf club. He lied about all of this when he was asked by the authorities if he knew of those those documents being moved, these boxes being moved, anything happening with them. He said, no, I know nothing. So Di Oliveira is also the person who made very suspicious inquiries of the Trump Organization IT director within days of Trump receiving a subpoena for the security camera footage. The IT director is referred to in this indictment as employee four, they don't mention his name, but I found buried in an article, um, someone said that his name is Yusil Tavares, Y-U-S-C-I-L, I think I'm saying that right. And according to previous reports, De Oliveira had asked Tavares how long the security footage was stored and what areas the cameras captured. So that we already knew. What's new in this indictment 
is that de Oliveira apparently secretly met with Tavares and he told him, you can't tell anyone about this meeting. You can't tell anyone what we're discussing. Then de Oliveira allegedly told Tavares that, quote, the boss wanted the server deleted, but Tavares said that he didn't know how to do it. He told de Oliveras, I don't know how to do that. I also don't think that I have the right to do that. So de Oliveras insisted again that, quote, the boss wanted it done. And then he asked Tavares, quote, what are we going to do? There were also details in the indictment about how Walt Nata was sneaking around Mar-a-Lago. It sounded very shady. It sounded almost like that, that image, that meme of Homer Simpson backing into the bushes. <laughs> like, he was like walking through bushes on the property, meeting with people in the bushes and stuff or near the bushes. And apparently this was happening because he didn't want people to see him there. Evidently, Nata was supposed to accompany Trump to the New Jersey Golf Club. Trump, though, asked him to stay behind and handle this whole server and surveillance footage issue. So Nauta gave conflicting stories to various people about why he wasn't traveling with Trump. They said, you know, he told one person that, oh, I have a family issue. He told another person that he had work to do, things like that. Well, following the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, which was in August of 2022, as you all know, Nauta reached out to another Trump employee and he said, quote, Someone just wants to make sure Carlos is good. So we all know who that someone is, right? I mean, obviously it's Trump wants to make sure that de Oliveira isn't going to squeal on him. And the other employee responded to Nauta and said, no, don't worry, because de Oliveira is, quote, loyal. And then he said that de Oliveira, quote, would not do anything to affect his relationship with Trump. Later that same day, after this conversation takes place, Trump picks up the phone and calls de Oliveira directly, and he tells him, I'm going to get you an attorney. So, I mean, that kind of says it all right there, right? Because this was in August of last year, nearly one year ago. Trump hadn't even been indicted then. We didn't even know if there would be charges. And he's offering this man an attorney. Because he knows, he knows the Oliveira was in deep shit at this point, and he could tell a lot. He could really give up the whole game. So here's where the charges stand at this time. Trump is now charged with 40 counts in this case, 32 counts of willful retention of national defense information, conspiracy, withholding a document or record, corruptly concealing a document or record, concealing a document in a federal investigation, scheme to conceal, false statements and representations, altering, destroying, mutilating, or concealing an object, and concealing a document, record, or other object. While Nata is charged now with eight counts, conspiracy, withholding a document or record, corruptly concealing a document or record, concealing a document in a federal investigation, scheme to conceal, false statements and representations, altering, destroying, mutilating, or concealing an object, concealing a document, record, or other object. And then Carlos de Oliveira was just hit with four counts, conspiracy, altering, destroying, mutilating, or concealing an object, concealing a document, record, or other object, and false statements and representations. 
So based on these charges, though, doesn't matter. Trump has 40. This new guy has four. Based on how judges typically give concurrent sentences for multiple convictions, all of them are facing the same amount of time. All of them are facing up to 20 years. Um, If Nata and and D'Olivera had any common sense, they would take a cooperation deal. But, you know, we all know how Trump manipulates people around him. And they still believe that he's invincible. So they, I guarantee, don't believe that they're going to face any consequences. And I think the appointment of Trump's sycophant, Aileen Cannon, combined with the venue of South Florida, I think that just adds to the narrative. And I think it it makes them believe they can just ride this out. It's not going to be a problem. I'm going to be fine. So that's why I don't believe either one of them is going to flip on Trump. And then, two, you know, unless Jack Smith has some other smoking gun evidence that he hasn't shared against the three of them, this is basically going to be Nauta and D'Olivera's word against Tavares. So I'm more hopeful of a conviction related to the New Jersey documents because you have far more empirical evidence tying Trump to the crime, like his own words, right, in that audio recording, him saying it, (laughs) and then you've got an eyewitness. Um, And then, of course, I'm much more hopeful for Washington, D.C. charges having to do with the attempted coup and January 6th and all of that. So I will keep you guys posted. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please become a donor if you can, or leave a tip or a super thanks, depending on what platform you're on. And if you become a donor of $5 or more a month, you can hang out with us tomorrow. We do our once a month um, hangout on Zoom. We talk for hour, sometimes even a lot more. (laughs) Uh, You guys can ask me any questions that you have, but we just hang out and we have fun. So if you do that before 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tonight, then I can get you the email. I can send you the link so you can join us tomorrow morning. It's 10 a.m. on the last Saturday of each month, uh, Pacific Standard Time. So thank you all again so much. Love you all. Take care and I'll talk with you soon. 